ready for naughty nay and reckless yo they better be ready because it's that time for this that and everything in between naughty squad yo ready What's been going on since the last time we chit-chatted? I think we both have been very busy, just running around, just crazy. So what's going on? Yes, ridiculously busy between almost a hundred and something hours of work to getting ready for Mexico. And I don't feel ready. You don't feel ready? Why not? I don't feel ready. I don't feel, well, it's not for our, sorry, listeners, there's a limit of information sometimes, but (laughs) I don't feel as ready as I did for Punta Cana. Okay. So I just, you know, it's, I'm excited for it because I'm excited for my niece getting married and I'm so excited to witness that. That means a lot to me, but then there's just certain things happening right now that I'm just like, I can't have that clear mind feeling, you know, the the feeling you want to have when you go on vacation. So what I will do is once I'm there, it's like, here is here, there is there. Right. And live in the moment. Yeah, you have to live in the moment. And sometimes that it's just good because you just have to relax release and let go just for that moment. Because when you come back, it's going to be the same shit. It'll hit you all in the face again, but at least you had those few days to relax, release, and just live in that moment. Right. Yeah. What you would do actually. (laughs) Of course. I might have to be your, um, anyway, I might have to copy the channel, your recklessness (laughs) and your that like nothing else matters, but right freaking now and just have a good time because and Naughty Squad, we want to be very transparent with you guys with our lives and stuff that what's going on. But sometimes you can be so overwhelmed. It starts to affect who you are and you cannot allow that to happen. And I've gotten my hand spanked. Well, first it was just twice from two people. Now it's three. And I didn't realize that, you know, what's happening is affecting me. So I I guess, Naughty Squad, before we obviously get started on our topic tonight, I just do want to say always remember just to take a moment and breathe and not lose yourself in stress because stress kills. It definitely does. Yes. So, yes. I would I've been agree. crazy. So um, just, you know, and I'm set the, usually the positive, optimistic, you know, I would spank someone else's hand if they're like being extra because, you know, stuff is happening. But, you know, it's good to also have people in your life that will let you know. So Agree. And love you despite of you being a little bit out of character. Agreed. I would agree with that. Yes, definitely. But how was your week? I know you said you've been busy and all of that too, but anything like specific? No, it's just, it's just that busy when you have day-to-day responsibilities, you have the work responsibilities, you're getting ready to leave. 
for a trip responsibilities and everything seems like it hits the fan, like right before you get ready to leave. And you're just like, wow, what the hell is going on? So they're just really busy. And then today, you know, I had to get my lashes done. I'm getting ready to leave town. I had to get lashes. I had to get some other stuff done. I had to run errands. Oh, and then I had Bunko tonight. I had to go play my Bunko. And now we're recording. So it's just like... Yeah, we had to get this in, Naughty Squad, because it was looking vague, but we... We figured it out. Our brand, we're committed to... We, we got to get this done. It's not break time yet. And I was really feeling like, okay, well, I guess, I don't know. We're going to have to say we had spring break last week. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm glad that we are still getting to spend time with you guys. Yes, definitely. Hey, Naughty Squad. I guess you can't see me. I don't know why I'm waving. But hey, Naughty Squad. I hope, I hope, I hope you guys had a great week. I hope you enjoyed our last podcast. Real quick, the last podcast will be uploaded on YouTube for video as well. Our first video is on YouTube now. So Naughty Squad, if you haven't subscribe to our YouTube page as of yet. Please go there, subscribe, watch our videos. We are coming. So check us out, enjoy and share. And you can leave comments on YouTube as well. Leave some comments. We also have our email address out there that Naughty has given out several times. Mm-hmm. Naughty Squad, N-N-R-Y at gmail.com. So naughty squad, naughty Nate, reckless yo at gmail.com. So again, you know, leave us comments there, send us emails, questions, comments, mm-hmm. concerns, anything you have you want to share with us, sh- tell us a story. You know, maybe we'll talk about it. You know, just let's um, go ahead and get that rolling. Also, again, whatever you're going through during this time, I hope whatever time you spend with us right now, that it at least takes your mind off of that because we don't know what people are going through and you enjoy this time with us. Get your drinks ready. It is late tonight. So, and I have a early morning flight. I have, well, I don't fly too early, but I have an early morning to get to the airport to catch a flight. So I'm only drinking wine tonight, Naughty Squad, just wine to help me relax and get a little sleep before I have to be up in the morning. So get your drinks ready. Naughty Nay, what are you sipping on tonight? Anything special? Some suspect pina colada that my friend brought over that was one of our guests last week. Oh, Okay. By well, the time we- you hear this, you would have seen that episode. It's the vacation part two. Hope you enjoyed it. Utilize the email. Okay. Talk to us. Comment YouTube. That's why I love we've gotten. There were some broken situations with that, but we're getting there. Videos are up. So comment, 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 because I cannot wait to see what you guys have to say. Yeah, now that we done figured out our YouTube technicalities, <laughs> we you will have a lot more videos of us be able to connect with us in different ways other than just the show. So that's really exciting. 
So I'm excited about that. So what tonight is, I'm going to turn it over to Nadi Nay, but what tonight is, we're just talking about what we've been seeing a lot of lately. What what happened to our teenagers, to our teenage generation and respect? Where did it get lost? How did it get lost? How can we get it back? Because it's out of control, Naughty Squad. It is crazy. So I'm going to turn it over to Nay, and she's going to give our topics for this evening, and we'll go from there. So, yes, we are going to talk about what happened to our youth and respect. Um, first, shout out to our younger listeners, because as we said, this podcast is for everyone. And I actually get approached, um, you know, by a lot of younger listeners. By the way, we had a fan way in Punta Cana that was like, oh, my God, I listen to your podcast. And they were so young. So cool. So cool. Yeah. And got me drunk. But anyway, so I want the youth, please listen and hear at the same time. No defensive listening. Just listen. And here, even though I know you're from this time period and we're from the 1900s. Um, I saw a disturbing video on Instagram. Credit to Hollywood Unlocked because they posted it. But this young man, this young man, His teacher had confiscated his phone, I'm sure because he was on his phone and you're in class. He yelled at his teacher, threatening him, give me my phone, give me my phone. Next thing you know, before you can get a good blink in, I'm in mid blink and this boy done punched his teacher out. This is not the first incident that I'm seeing a child Either they're cursing at their teacher in class or they end up putting hands on the teacher. And more disturbing is when they interview the students, they'll say stuff like, well, the teacher always does this or she talks to you like this. Or Listen, I remember teachers being like, I said, shut up and sit down. And there was nothing in me that was going to stand up and disrespect an adult and put try to put them in check, those checks would have bounced multiple times because that's when everyone could put their hands on you. Or my mom was the type, she'll just come walk in the class and I'm going to get checked in front of everybody. Like, who do you think you are? You're a child. But now, and it's not just in the classroom, I can be in Walmart and I hear... um young teenage I mean they're in middle school they're not even whole teens you just start sprouting a pubic hair and they will be telling their parent to shut up or be quiet oh my god I'm done listening I said I want to and it's like and the parents just like oh my gosh you know what okay whatever or like or they just don't even respond and I'm very disturbed and confused because I find myself about to have an out-of-body experience and want to snatch them up. But nowadays, you like to get 10 days in jail putting hands on somebody's child or even your own. 
and it just doesn't make sense. Or the experience, I'll be at a movie theater and you got these kids. I used to curse as a kid. We all did stuff as kids. But if I was around an adult, the word B, the word F, the word ASS was not part of my vocabulary. Now, like, they'll be standing right there and just talking completely crazy and look at you crazy. And you have to understand, well, I'm an adult and I have so much to lose if I go off on this kid, which probably will try to swing on me. Then I would have to beat their ass and then you going viral as an adult putting hands on a child, as we have seen on bus driver cameras as well, that you see bus drivers pulling over and finally going ham. But they are made to look on social media like they're so horrible and you should control yourself. But you have to think of everything that built up to that moment, especially if that person's been a bus driver for many years. Clearly, they haven't been doing that every day. They were pushed. So my first question about this is, one, and this is to you, Reckless, and then Naughty Squad, you can answer in comments. Let's fall all the way back to the teacher, the first thing I mentioned. Could you be a teacher? Yes, no. And in that scenario, what would you have done? Like, I have to know. Well, listen, I'm going to even tell you this. I, You know, back when we were in high school, they used to give these altitude tests, or, or did I say it right? Aptitude. Not aptitude tests, or mm-hmm. to say what profession you would be good in. And I took that test a couple of times and they, uh, and it came back, not customer service, (laughs) not anything doing with children or, you know, any kids or anything of that nature and not, um, not working where you deal with face-to-face customers like fast food or, you know, department stores or anything like that. So they always came back to those points that those were not the professions for me. So I knew from a very young age Mm -hmm. that I had to take a different direction because I didn't already want to be doing 25 to life, messing around with these kids, with these adults, with anybody. So to answer your question, could I ever be a teacher? Absolutely not. It would never, there's no way. Because my brain, again, I said this last week, Naughty Squad, I am a reactor and I react first. Mm -hmm. So before that kid in that classroom would have ever had a chance to punch me, he would have already been knocked the fuck out. Cause once you jump in my face, I'm swinging Mm -hmm. because I'm a reactor. That's just who I am. So I can't put myself in that position to know what I would do and risk that because it's not worth it. So no, I could never be a teacher. And another thing too, and the reason why, even if I chose to be a teacher. Shout out to these teachers nowadays. Oh, I love But that. not only 
do you have to deal with all of the expectations that they set on teachers now to make sure that your grade level is ready for X, Y, Z? They have to be at this level for this, all the different standardized testing, everything you have to do as a teacher already. And then you have to come in here and deal with disrespectful kids and nonsense. No, definitely could not be a teacher. Yeah. Shout out to the teacher, by the way. And I apologize, Naughty Squad, because I can't direct you to the news um, that I was watching when I saw this or wherever I saw it. But anyway, there was a teacher who she had been a teacher, I think, for 20 plus years. And she was like, they don't pay me enough for this. I'm done. And of course, a phone was recording. Why? Because that's what we do. And we're going to get onto that. No, but kids, why why are their phones even allowed in the classroom? Why are I, I just don't get you don't need that. But so a kid is recording and she quit. She and I was thinking like, man, she probably was five minutes from retirement, but got so frustrated. It's like I'm walking away from this. I cannot do it anymore. She's like, it's not worth it. You're disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. And they are. It's like you for some reason you think we're equals. And then even if we were, how exactly do you think that you would get to talk to me like this? But yeah, but that's the whole thing. Even let's just even take it one step back. Let's just take it out of the classroom. How did it even get to the point before we got to the classroom? You know, one of the things that I'm even noticing, even before these teens become teens, preteens, even little kids, elementary school kids, they're talking to their parents like, like they're grown people. Like I have to stop and like, Is that a child who just said that to their parent? Like, I could never in a hundred years imagine saying anything like that to my mom, number one. Or number two, even imagine any one of my boys coming off to me like that either. Especially at seven, eight, nine, ten. This kid was acting a whole fool up in 7-Eleven. Acting a fool just going off on their mom. And it was so funny because the mom was over there and the mom started screaming, what do you want from me? What do you need from me? And then there was this black gentleman in there behind me and he said, he needs you to whoop his ass. That's what he needs from you. Mm -hmm. And at that time he did. Because that kid was just out of control. So if you can't control your child at seven, eight, nine, so we're looking at preteens now, and then we're looking at teenagers, and then we're taking all of this into the classroom. Mm-hmm. How are we getting to this point? Right, which actually transitioned us into um, the second part of this conversation. So we've established you couldn't be a teacher. I definitely could not. Um, I would probably be doing 25 to life. Let me add without the possibility because there's just no way there. There's just no way. Um, and I don't, and just to kind of 
kind of um, close that up. Teachers, my heart goes out to all of you. I don't know how you do it. And it's sad, but to me, it also seems like the parents are either very disconnected or they just defend their job. My child doesn't blah, blah, blah. Or just doesn't want to, or just don't care. Yeah, are completely unbothered because, again, now we're sliding into the parenting question. Are parents parenting anymore? Are you being your child's friend? Are you into that doctor? Doctor, I don't have one child to my name, but wrote a whole book about don't yell or don't this and that. Talk to your child. Allow them to act out and express themselves to you. I remember that started kind of like I was coming out of high school. You would see all these, um, you know, and Sally, what was her name? Sally, Jesse, Raphael, and all of them had talk shows. And they would have all these people on there about what you should and shouldn't do to your child. And, you know, you don't have to sound authoritarian. You just talk to them. Little Johnny, it's time out. You must go sit in the corner. No. Little Johnny, get your ass in the corner. And in fact, that's not even my first go to be cursing out kids. I think if you establish that you are the child, I'm an adult and a level of respect, not dismissing their feelings, but you establish enough that I, that first of all, there, this isn't even negoci- negotiation that y- you don't have no other option, but to respect me, you can check them with a whole blank look and no words. Ask my nieces and nephews. I give a long blank stare. I don't have to yell and do all that extra. They're just wondering if I'm crazy and they don't want to find out what's going to happen. So I don't have to put hands on them. I don't. And I'll just ask them, what do you think you need to do? They tell me. They already know. They go and do it. And then I told, ask them, why do you think I blah, blah, blah. And that comes from my mom, a child development specialist. So I will have conversations with kids. I don't believe you have to beat them down or anything. But I think we have we have gotten away from, I don't know, like true discipline or, or teaching kids true accountability. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I think I, I, you know, I also think too, because to your point, you know, you can have a conversation with kids. It doesn't mm-hmm. are necessarily have to, they don't have to be snatched up, but if it gets to the point where they need to be snatched up, then they need to be snatched up. But like you said, you could give them the blank stare or like my mom used to do. I used to do when you will talk to your kids and your lips aren't moving, then yeah. it's, it's serious now <laughs> because yeah. my lips are not moving and I'm talking. So you better be hearing what I'm saying because you already know what's going to be next at this point. Also too, I'm, I'm thinking even when you sit back, we let these kids, well, not we, some people, this younger generation, I would say, this younger generation lets their kids in all of the damn adult business. When we were growing up, 
We were never allowed to be in adult conversations, ever. If adults were coming over, we were to speak, say hello, and take our asses up to our room. And that was it. We could not sit down and be in the middle of their conversations. Now you be going to different people's houses and they have these young kids and they're just right there in the middle of our conversation. Mm -hmm. And some of them are even budding. Like they got 10 years more life experience than what they do. Where where we do this at? Like, how is he even, or she even commenting on grown folks' conversation? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. They shouldn't be. Again, you are not my equal. You're not my equal. You have, but the thing is, I don't know, where do you draw the line? Because they also have access to a very small device that actually opens them up to the entire world. Not if you put they, controls on there like you should be doing. And sadly, most parents are not. No, they're not. They just but, don't pay attention. They'll complain about it and be like, yeah, social media and da, 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 da. Okay, but you let them have an Instagram. You let them free willy-nilly on TikTok. They got all this stuff. You talk about it's a problem. But you don't take it away. You don't don't block anyone 10 and under. I don't even know why you got a cell phone. And if you do, it should only be they ain't like they can receive calls from you. You can receive calls from them because you these phones also have things where you can set up and control when it connects to Wi-Fi. If they can receive incoming calls or outgoing, if they can even you know, be scrolling around on the internet or where it reports, you can see what they're doing. I have a friend that completely controls. She has read every text that came to her kids' phones. She can see what they were doing on whatever social media platform. And she shuts their shit all the way down when necessary. Well, also too, you can put on time limits because mm-hmm. even our neighbor behind us, like they can only be on their cell phones for like two hours a day, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And then once that time period is over, it shuts off. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, oh, can I have some more time or none? No, you don't need any more time. Go read a book, you know, go do something else other than this. You don't need go any be a more real person. time. Go build real relationships. Go learn how to speak to someone that's in flesh. You know, like it's just insane. They have these devices that now expose them to. So I am glad that we didn't have this one. I'm glad because, well, Lord only knows what would be viral right now. But two, like you can't you can't even leave school at school if you have a bad day because someone is talking about you online or your bully is they go from bullying you at school to online. You know, someone might be sneaking in the bathroom. These kids who are taking pictures of other kids using the bathroom and like all kinds of stuff. Well, again, I I think I just think even with that, again. We're letting these kids come into grown people situations where they are still kids. Mm-hmm. Like some of the things that come out of these young kids' mouths, I'd be like, how do you, what, what, what did you just say? How do we even know that? And again, again, we've all been teenagers. 
We've all been preteens. We've all done stuff that we hope our parents will never ever, will take to the grave with us, Mm -hmm. that they'll never find out about. But we also had respect for our elders. Mm -hmm. So when our elders were around, they were respected. But when you're sitting around here and you're chit-chatting with your girls or, you know, there's a whole party going on right there. Your kids are right there in the middle of your conversations. They're over here doing X, Y, Z, doing this. Hell, they don't even need the Internet. They can just come hang out with you. Yeah. Yeah. Kids need to be in a kid's place, which is not. And and by the way, uh, young people or younger people. No one's downing you for dumb shit you do because let me tell you, I probably can have a three book series on all the dumb shit I did. You're supposed to be young and dumb and do, you know, that's when you make your mistakes, you grow from them, you know, because if you don't do them young, that's when you see them damn near about in their mid dirty thirties and supposed to be fabulous forties partying with you know, uh, the 20 year olds. Cause they revert back trying to catch up on stuff. They missed. We have stages in our life. You're allowed to do make, just do dumb shit, but being respectful has nothing to do with that. Being disrespectful has nothing to do with that. No, no, listen, hands on an adult, put hands on your teacher. You don't have to respect authority. You don't got to respect your parents. You can argue. And it trips me out when I see parents arguing with their and I don't give a damn if your child is not a child. Um, I'm not arguing with you. I said what I said. Number one, number one. Reckless yo's rule number one. I don't argue with people who don't pay bills in my house, period. This is not a democracy. This is a dictatorship. I'm not knocking on doors in my house. Not when you're a teenager. Not when you're young. Why am I knocking on the door where I pay a bill? If you want me to knock on a door, then you need to get your own address. These parents who be over here posting this stuff online and thinking it's funny where their kids be over there putting those respect my privacy signs on their doors and stuff. What damn privacy do you have in a house where you don't pay bills at? Respect my bank account and run me some rent. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Now, granted. Grant, you're a teenager. You're a child. There is no privacy. What privacy? And why do you think I owe you that? Exactly. And that's, the, that's the next question. Why do you look? One of my kids one time got mad and slammed the door. I took that door off the hinges. They didn't have a door for 30 damn days. You don't need to be that damn upset where you're slamming doors in my house. What bill do you pay to make you this mad? If you don't know how to close the door, you don't need a door. Mm-mm. Now you exposed. Now you're, this is not your door. In fact, let me go further. Those aren't even your underwear. Those underwear you got on, I bought those. They're actually mine. Everything. The air you're breathing under this roof, that's mine. 
That's why when they used to go there, you argue with me or be disrespectful towards me. Listen, and I think another thing kids need to realize too is some parents, actually all parents, they choose to be parents or they choose not to be, period. So if you have a good parent that's taking care of you, providing for you, all your job is to do is to freaking go to school, have some respect and clean up after your ass. In fact, do whatever chores I laid out. Your life is gravy. Trust me. But, but how no, do you but- put on the hand that feeds you? That's what, and you said something I have said so many times that this is not a democracy. It's a dictatorship. Like what the actual, what world are we living in? When a child can argue with their parent or tell them what they're going to do and not to do. Now, let me be clear. I tried it. And I remember one time my mom was like, that is it. All I know, it was like a gorilla in the mist coming out the trees. I'm tackled. She was like, you going to treat me like someone I'm or talk to me like I'm just someone off the street. I'm about to treat your ass like you're just someone off the street. Then she was like, you got to go. You say you want to go. Oh, no, no, no. You're not going to your best friend's house. You're not going to go burden someone else's parents. She had me pack one small bag because she's like, you're not taking what I provided for you. Take the clothes you have on. Get one pair of underwear. Better choose one pants, one shirt. Took me to a damn group home. I was traumatized. All because I had a smart ass mouth. And then I was in there with kids who really had issues where the parents that packed up and moved, they went home, they're homeless, or the mom's boyfriend's doing stuff to them, or the parents are drugged out or abusing. Like they had real problems. And here I was being so disrespectful to my mom. Oh, but she taught me. And that's a lesson I share with all my friends with kids. Their his is just content, like continuing to do stuff. Sometimes you have to go show them. I had to see, but my mom shouldn't even had to do that. I had no business saying anything to her about anything. Yeah, but uh, you know, when you're a teenager and things, you don't realize that because again, you think you're this person that you're not. Mm-hmm. A lot of things is people want to be grown, but don't want grown people responsibilities. And I think that's where go. the big piece of it comes in at. Now, hadn't said that, when you have this younger generation having kids, I think a lot of the problem is too, there's no big mama. Like when the grandma is 35 years old, her ass is out there in the damn club too. So what the hell is she going to be telling the grandkids? She partying with you. She part. So there's, she's not even, she can't even show you the respect that you should be giving other adults and things because hell she 35. She don't have shit. She out here twerking and dropping it like it's hot. She ain't worrying about what you doing. And by the way, dirty thirties is still young. Like it's very young. Still very young. Like you might, y'all early in your 20 year olds think, oh my God, 30. You're still not truly a whole adult mentally. You are growing. You're starting to be better and more stabilized, but you still out there in them streets. Doing, doing who God knows what, but that's fine though. But again, 
this story right here. So hubby and I were, we were in Minnesota visiting his side of the fam- his um, dad's side of the family. And, you know, we were sitting around, again, adults talking, having adult conversation. You know, our little nephew was in there and his grandma had said, hey, don't you want to go in the room and play the game? No. Don't you want to go do this? No. Don't you want to go do this? No. I want to stay right here. So we are still talking. Anyway, I had said a couple of things. And then again, here he comes just barging into our conversation, grown folks are talking. I'm already looking at B like, okay. But then, so we were saying something and then, oh, he started talking. He took over the conversation and I butted in. And within two seconds, he said, who invited you into this conversation? Listen. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) My hubby will tell you, it took everything I had not to snatch that kid up. Like, who are you talking to? First of all, I am grown. I will be in any damn conversation I choose to be in, number one. Number two, why are you even in here? Why are you in this conversation? So then that shut him down. And so then after that, he did kind of be quiet and he was looking at me crazy the rest of the time. But that just goes to show me no one has ever checked him to say that this is not how you talk to an adult. Now, after he said it, his grandma was like, oh, you can't say that. You can't say that. But I had already shut it down and I was two seconds from snatching him up because this is not what we do. No, but he did it so quick. He's done it plenty of times. So no one has ever checked him. And he's not even 10 yet. He's eight. This is what what I'm saying. So this is how it's starting. So it doesn't even matter the race. It doesn't matter anything. All of these kids are just out of control. It's like, what the hell is going on? Yep. It definitely doesn't matter the race. There, I mean, I know once upon a time, there definitely used to be conversations of specific races like, oh, see, that's them, you know, such and such. They right. Know, but not anymore. That's not, case. that's not the case. They're so our parenting's parenting. And so Nadi's quite, again, this is a great thing for you to comment. And, and you don't agree with us. That's fine, too, because everyone has a perspective based off of their experience or their belief. But answer that, if you can answer that question, or are parents parenting? Are they busy being friends? Are they busy being busy? Are they too busy on their phones? Are they too busy worrying about what's going on over here or doing that, that they don't even have time to parent their child to teach them the respect? We walked into a store the other day. A group of them was just standing in front of the door, group of teenagers mm-hmm. standing in front of the door. First of all, we have to get in through the door, but mm-hmm. you're just standing there, all kind of F-bombs, all kind of Bs, all kind of Ns, all kinds of this, just, just, just loud, just mm-hmm. saying all this stuff. Again, mm-hmm. we all cussed as teenagers, but yes, when we adults did. were present, uh-uh. we knew how to will it in and be respectful. Mm-hmm. Now, So they're standing at the door. 
We say, excuse me. They act like they don't hear us. We say, excuse me. They out here acting like they don't hear us. Then you push them out the way and then they want to look at you crazy. First of all, why are you standing at the door? Second of all, we said, excuse me. That's all I owe you. Yep. Now move. Yep. But they think they, they just think they're just this force, this power of force that they can just do whatever they want to do. These, um, I, these kids, there's not one day that goes by that I don't want to snatch somebody else's child up just for the simple fact of how they're acting. One thing I will say, and you can ask any one of my boys, again, I'm not arguing with anybody who don't pay bills. Mm-hmm. Number two, we're not talking, there's no talking back. There's no eye rolling. There's no doing all of this, <sighs> taking deep oh, breaths and stuff. No. If you take a deep breath, you're getting a karate chop to the throat. Because what the hell is wrong with you? You don't need to take a deep breath. I don't understand this. But any one of my kids will tell you they would never have crossed that line of disrespect because they knew what would be the my reaction. Again, I'm a reactor. So if you're coming crazy then I'm coming bigger crazy. I used to always tell my kids, you can be a clown. You can act any kind of, any kind of clown you want, but you will never out-clown me. Mm-hmm. And then, but look at the relationship you have with them now. You know, I don't know if there's some parents that are like, I want my child to be open. Your boys are open with you. You're, you. They enjoy you. They enjoy being around you. Like, I hear you on the phone with them, or I see them when they're around you. Like, the relationship is solid. It's intact. They have respect for you. They love you. You can freaking tell. Nothing damaged them because you were like, oh, you want to talk reckless? I'm going to treat you reckless. You want to test me? You're going to fail. Right. You putting them in check and keeping them in their place and giving them that there was no option to respect, you know, you will with a period. And look how beautiful your relationship is with them. When they would sit over there and, and I would tell them all the time, I don't care if you don't like me. That is not why I'm here. I'm not here to be your friend. I have enough friends. I don't need y'all as my friends. So you don't have to like me. Understand that. You don't because I'm not here to do that. But what I will do is teach you how to be a respectful man when you leave this house. Before I met my husband, I was a single mom. I was raising these boys on my own. So mm-hmm. it had to start young that I had it had to be grained into them mm-hmm. that this is important. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the piece that's missing. How how did that piece just disappear? Mm-hmm. Because I, this this younger generation doesn't have that piece. Mm-hmm. If a kid stops and holds the door open for me, I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't be, but I am. Like, I got the door exactly. for you, ma'am. Thank mm-hmm. you. Because it just doesn't happen that often. Yep. 
It's very sad. Yeah, actually, that happened the other night. We are walking in a 7-Eleven, and this young man, he hurried up, actually, and got out the passenger side of the car and held the door for me. I about died. I was just like, oh, thank you, sweetie. You know what I mean? Like, But I about died inside because I was like, oh. And I'm glad that I experienced that because it reminds you, too, this isn't a blanket statement. Right. It's all youth. It's just far more common than it was before. And then to your point, I'm glad you pointed out you were a single mom and you still established that groundwork, that foundation of respect with your boys. So people got to let go of this excuse too. I hear people, I'm only one parent. I'm only this. And actually I see horrible kids with both parents in the house. Thank you. So it happens either way. There doesn't need to be an excuse. It's whatever that, listen, I always say people treat you how you allow them. And if your kid is out there being a monster in the streets and a monster to you, you have to take accountability for that. My grandma always used to say that if you see a child wiling out in pub, excuse me, in public, Mm -hmm. they act three times as bad at home. Yeah. That's why you will never see us wilding out in public because we would not act like that at home. Or they have the parent that that never follows through, the parent that threatens all the time. They might have a parent that yells and does all this, but you don't follow through with no consequence. You always talk about what you're gonna do, what you're da-da-da-da-da, and then everything goes back to, do you want to bake cookies tonight? No! Listen, one thing my kids will tell you too, I used to always tell them, I don't make promises I don't keep. Mm -hmm. So- if I this if I'm promising you I'm gonna do X Y Z if this happens, that's what's gonna happen. That's just how it is, right? And also be mad at yourself. Like I tell my nieces and nephews, hold on, don't be standing here with these crocodile tears and like why this and why that. Go look in the mirror and say, self, why did I blah 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 blah? The consequence. This is your consequence of your choices. Don't be mad at me because of what you did. Go deal with yourself so you don't go do it again. You can't be mad at me because you're doing the wrong thing. I react to it, handle you, and you want to play like a victim. I'm the one that should be over here crying because you done got on my last black half a nerve that I barely have left. You done stepped out of line. You got into this trouble or whatever, and you want to act like you're a victim. Just go own your shit so you can mature from it, please, and we can move on with our lives. But I hate all of that threatening, threatening, threatening stuff. Then you don't do shit. Then you're wondering why they keep doing the same shit. Now, listen, before... Before we get on the next topic of these raggedy ass parents and what the hell are they not doing? Guess what? Guess what? What, 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 what time it is? Oh my goodness. Are y'all ready? Naughty squad, get those drinks. It is time for our naughty moment. And this is really naughty and so opposite of what we're talking about. But I was having this conversation with, a male friend of mine. Oh, here we go. And listen, 
<laughs> anyway, I was having this conversation and we were talking about, um, oh, they were telling me about someone who, or a comedian that was talking about they experienced a bidet and how it felt really good <laughs> with the water shooting up there, but like they really liked it. And I was like, well, yeah, you know, men have this something gland there, whatever, that it does feel good. It's like they're, it's like our clitoris. Right. Okay. But, yes. but men are so afraid of quote unquote being gay or whatever, or thinking that that might have something to do with it. They don't want to explore it, but I'm sorry. Go on. No, no, no. And that leads into what my response was. I was like, well, yeah, I'm sure he did enjoy it. It was like, damn, this feels good. And so of course my friend, he's just like, um, no, uh, uh, not me. I wouldn't blah, blah, blah. I said, listen, I was like, see, you're only saying that because you are a straight man, which is fine. And for some reason, any type of butt sex, straight men are like, oh, that's gay. That's this. That's that. First of all, being gay is not a derogatory thing at all. It's not the act of, it's not the sex that makes you gay or what you do in bed. You you just might like some freaky stuff that to right. you really isn't freaky. That could be normal sex because the shit feels good and you want your ass played with. Nothing's wrong with that. That's, That's why people are eating the groceries. I'm sorry. Well, and then what well, I was going to say too, does it make does it mean that you want to sleep with men when you have a woman give you head cuz a man can give you head does it mean you know like trick daddy talks about he likes his salad toss he likes women to lick he's very open about that the man is not gay even if he was so what but he's not that's an act of sex being gay is like your person it's who you are you're attracted to the same. That's it. What happens in the bed, all of us can basically have the same sex, even same sex partners have together. You're doing the same shit. Now you might have to have some equipment bought from the store. Like a woman doesn't have a penis naturally. So you got to strap it on. Okay. Or, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, but the point is sex is sex. You like what you like. Sex, what kind of sex you like does not dictate your sexuality. Like that makes no sense to me. And so I'm listening to him and I'm like, well, you're like, he don't know. But wait till somebody slips that finger up, you know, his now. See, I'm a germaphobe and I men, I'm sorry. Y'all hygiene with cleaning that ass is sus. Unless you everything. Shout out to gay men because they keep their men bussies clean. Okay. But so I'm not rando sticking my finger up no butt. But if a chick does that, it's going to happen to him. He's going to like it. I hope he don't find himself rocking back and forth in a corner, questioning his sexuality because, sir, that would be dumb. You have something that feels good in there. And when you find out like the comedian did with the bidet, you'll understand. So Naughty's moment is the naughty moment is simply this. 
what you do in the bed has nothing to do with your sexuality. Okay. As far as whatever you're adding to the bedroom, wherever you like to be played with, stuck in this and that has nothing. The fact that I might want to be ass up face down with a man behind me does it has nothing to do with me being straight. We are having sex and I'm enjoying sex with that person that I'm attracted to. That is all. Men, get it together because low key, and let me just throw this in and I hope certain friends don't get upset. But I have friends that have husbands that enjoy a strap-on in the bed. They don't like men, but they love that feeling in their butt. And now strap-on, it does kind of like, I I don't know. That's just not my thing. And it can get a little confusing. But the point is they just like the sensation of what happens. And, but They are not gay, not any of that, but that's what they like. But they're so trying to be low-key about it. I guess I can't put my expect, because I'm so open about sex. Nothing is secretive. I have no fucks to give. I love to talk about sex, have sex. Sex is just sex. We all do it. But these men, if you love play, Open up and, or if you want to find out, find out. It's not going to turn you into something that you're not. You're just an extra sensation. The end. If a man, if, 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 even like if you're walking down the street and you see a nice looking man and you ask the man, if that's a nice looking man, I don't know. I don't be looking at men. They think if they say a man is nice looking that they're gay. I don't get me. Isn't it laughable? Men crack me up with that. Like it's like anything that has to do with anything. You that know, if it's man, they need them to that. Listen, they're they're just crazy about it. So that cracks me. Back of Notre Dame ugly. Your man would be like, "Ah, oh, bro, is just jacked up." So if you notice that a man is not that attractive, that means you notice when a man is. It doesn't mean you're lusting after him. You can say, oh, he's a handsome man. Right, right, right. A woman is attractive doesn't mean that I want to go jump her bones. Right. And even if I liked, if I wanted to hook up with women, just because you think one is, you don't, okay, let me put it like this. You're straight. You see a handsome man. I can say a man is handsome. It doesn't mean I want to go shove him in a corner and be like, let me give it to you. The exactly. I'm moving on with my day. But yeah, men crack me up with that though. So that is kind of funny though. But they do. They have that spot up there. But like they said, a lot of men will never understand that pleasure because quote unquote, they don't want to be think they're, you know, they're gay or whatever. And to your point, Gay has nothing to do with sex. You know, it's nothing like that. Gay, you're attracted to the same sex. You you know, you think the same, that man is beautiful. You know, you have that connection with that man. Like we have that connection with the opposite sex. That's the difference. 
But yeah, but men, men are just, they're jokers when it comes to that. So what you do in the bedroom is sex and there's different levels of sex and there's different levels of pleasure and sex is mental anyways. Listen, we were watching a while back when they used to have the T.I. and Tiny show and, and this is when the FBI had raided their house. Oh, Lord, that season. That's, look, Tiny, and then Tiny was talking about how they had raided this one cabinet and they found their ex, they found their tech, their, their sex tapes, whatever. And then they were like, and then she was like, I hope they didn't watch them. And then they was like, was it, uh, why? Was it like level 10? And she said, no, it was more like level 50. (laughs) So again, sex is what the hell? There's no telling what was going on in that room. And most people wish they could experience a level 50. Open yourself up and quit. There should be no type of conservative shit in the bedroom. But I mean, if laying on your back and having some silent sex or whatever till you pretend orgasm or whatever the hell actually brings you pleasure mentally no one can knock that but right just men just get out of y'all's heads and stop the nonsense and most of you, most of y'all are so curious anyways to have some type of butt experience i recommend the butt plug a tongue or your your girlfriend or wife's finger start off there for the love of, I'm sorry, G.O.D., I should not bring you in this. But. Listen, how did you just say this man's name? Hold on. No, I said G.O.D. I said sorry, because I was going to say for the love of God. Oh, oh. <laughs> but like, just get out of y'all's heads and chill I fainted. out. I was fainting. I was like, oh my God. Good. Yeah. That was yeah. Naughty's moment, and it like listen. That's why we're this, that, and and everything in between. Because yeah, we might have a main topic, but our moment is our moment. The reckless rant is a reckless rant, and then whatever other um, subject we float ourselves into. However, we will close our first conversation. And with, so, to with- get into our last topic. Let's talk about these raggedy ass parents. Why in the hell aren't you not raising your children to be respectful anymore? Were you not raised that way? What the hell is going on with you? You know, sometimes, you know, I told my hubby one time, um, we we were we were on a cruise. And I'm just going to say there was some, we were leaving the nightclub at two, at two something in the morning, getting, going back to our cabin. These badass kids were in the elevator playing, pushing buttons, playing in the elevator at two something in the morning. Like where in the hell, like you want to snatch up the kids, granted, because these kids were young. You want to snatch them up. But then, like I told him. Kids don't know what they don't know, what they haven't been taught. Yeah. We need to be snatching up their damn parents. Because where are y'all at to be having y'all kids out 
at two something in the morning playing on the damn elevator. Not to mention Chester the molester that could be an employee or a guest on the ship that takes you. It only takes a second. Snatches up your kids, does something, and there's an easy disposal system on a cruise. Toss that ass in the dark over the sides of the crew. You won't know what the hell happened. They're gone. That's it. Like, who on a cruise? Are you kidding me? That your child got away from you? On a cruise. Your kids are out here at two something in the morning pushing elevator buttons. And then when I told their badasses they needed to go back to their cabins, they said, you're not my mom. Clearly, because your ass wouldn't be up in here. Thank you. I said, you're absolutely right. I wish I was. Because she has two negative fucks to give about y'all's ass. And maybe she wants Chester the molester to come along in this elevator. She's taking a vacation from y'all. You're absolutely right. That's why I know my kid where my kids are and I know they're asleep. So you're absolutely right. I'm not. But <laughs> where are these raggedy ass parents? Like, what are we doing? Like, what are y'all doing? How are you not teaching your kids to be respectful? Teaching your young women how to be young women. Teaching your young men how to be young gentlemen. Where is that piece at? What the hell is going on with y'all? How is it lost on you that everything your kids do out of your sight is a reflection on you? And that doesn't mean we can control the things our kids are doing when they're not in front of us. Kids going to be kids. I'm talking about the extreme shit that they're just disrespectful and all kind of stuff. No, 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 no. That is a reflection on you. It is. If we're sitting in a restaurant, you're sitting there, your kids running a whole muck, disturbing people. Listen, you know what? This made me think of something. I'm on a damn flight, tired as hell. And this, these, these, this couple came and I was sitting there and I know other people are guilty of this because it was the mom, the dad, three kids. I was like, please, no, no, don't, don't let them choose this seat. Don't let them choose a seat. Sure enough, the mom, the baby, and then another younger kid, they sat in the row straight across from me. Then the dad and this son that had to be about seven or eight. He put the son in the middle. He's sitting there. I'm just like, okay. I put on my beat, start watching my movie. Next thing I know, I see some dirty feet across my my lap. Let's start here. The issue, the main issue to me is that your child thought this was okay. I'm a whole fucking stranger. This kid, with it looked like smudge of dirt on his damn legs, with his black feet on the bottom, just put in the dead. And I'm like, I'm counting. I'm counting the seconds. The dad sees this. They don't say shit. He, He doesn't say anything. So I just had to talk in my head and Renee, pay attention to how you're going to sound. I slowly pulled down my beats, turned my head and stared at him. Then he's looking back at me, kind of like, what's the issue? 
Then my brows start frowning. Them legs slowly started to move. Then the dad notices my blank, silent, but deadly stare. And he's told whatever his damn son's name is. Oh, put your legs down. I know you're tired. Stretch him out over there. But no apology to me. Of course no, not. Sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry he did that. You know, kid. Because then I might have laughed. Yeah, I know kids or whatever. He didn't even acknowledge me and the situation. He was just calmly like, oh, just put your legs, stretch them out that way. And I was like, first of all, it smells like your fucking child ain't bathed in a week from wherever the hell y'all coming from. His feet are nasty as hell. And why is he getting on this plane with no shoes? And then you don't even apologize to me. I wanted to, ooh. But again, that's a signal of the fact that that child felt comfortable enough to do that. They are not instilling respect and boundaries in their children. They're going off of that. Whoever the fuck wrote the horrible book back in the 80s and 90s, just let your children be free. Don't care about whatever they're doing to other people. They're just growing into their person. But then y'all the parents that when you take your kid's iPhone, he done got your gun and shooting your ass up. When you take or, their, uh, or you're dating the, or, or they don't like your boyfriend and they're refusing and they're they're re, they're not letting you see him, then you're killing them because they didn't like that. You this boy may not be around five minutes ago, and then you don't you don't kill one of your parents or yep. both of your parents over some fool, and now you're sitting in jail anyway, and this fool was going to be gone in five minutes. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, listen, garbage in, garbage out. But yes, I'm addicted to Dateline 2020, Fatal Attraction, all that snap shit. But I cannot count how many stories, especially with Dateline in 2020, where there have been kids and teenagers who killed their parent because they took some shit away from them. That tells you right there. Or not let them see somebody. or. And that's yeah. not a, and they always be like, well, little Johnny Jack was, um, he had mental and emotional. No, if he d- had emotional instability and all of that, it's because he was fucking spoiled. He's not crazy. You didn't set boundaries. He didn't understand. No, you, you negotiated with him and shit or didn't discipline at all. Or you give, give, give them stuff. When they do bad shit, you reward bad. Some things are just because of the lack of discipline and stability. And the one thing with my mom's, the, her psychology background, she said kids actually want to be disciplined. They want boundaries. It, teach, they, it, it actually teaches them that you love them. The kid well, that doesn't home. Right. Because listen, the real world has no fucks to give about your kid. And you're going to release them into the world being like this. 
But the one thing she and I and I remember having friends where they would be like, dang, your mom, you know, she was looking for you. And shit, my mom don't even know or my dad don't even know if I'm at home or not. They don't ask nothing. And they have the most issues. They weren't happy. Oh, I'm free and my parent don't give a damn if I'm home or not. They didn't know if their parents loved them or not. So then they just start being destructive. I have friends that would tell me because I would complain, oh my God, my mom grounded me and da, da, da. Well, at least she cares, Renee. At least she, these are people my age that was that wise. Like your mom loves you. You're lucky. You're lucky she comes home every day. Look, look, look. That reminds me of the episode of Good Times when Michael brought home that bully oh, that was bullying his ass. And James Evans took off his belt and whooped the bully's ass too. <laughs> and they said that he had got the Big Mac because he was being so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And he was like, look, you're going to sit here. You're going to get this homework. I ain't doing this homework. I ain't. I said, you're going to sit here and do this homework. I ain't doing this. And James Evans was like, all right, come with me. And then he went back there and got the Big Mac. And then the kid came out the room and had this. When he sat back down, he was like, okay, Michael, I'm ready to do the homework. And he had to sit on a pillow because his butt was hurting. But to your point. (laughs) That's a great point. That's what it is. And I don't because he didn't have that at his house. And that's why he was out here being reckless. Yeah. And then it took him coming to the Evans, and we all know how James Evans was, for him to say, no, we don't do this in this house. Then you're going to get your ass beat, and you're still going to do it. And I bet you he felt loved and cared about, about a family that he had no blood ties to. And that's what he told Michael. You know, uh know, he's... He said something to that effect. I don't remember the exact words, but that's what he told Michael after it was over. Yeah. Because he didn't have that at home. Yeah. All my friends called my mom, mom. And now that all of them, you know, had that imbalance in their home where their parents didn't give a damn whatever was going on. But a a majority of them did have lives like that. And they would cling to my mom. I mean, it got to the point where I'm like, I don't want to share her anymore. But my mom would get on me. She would talk to me. You know, she, her first go-to never was to put, just put hands. The times that she did, trust me, it's when I got way out of pocket. And that still was far few and in between. But my mom would talk to me. I would get grounded. She was up in my business. But she see, was I, investigating. She had neighborhood meetings with parents. I remember when all the parents showed up at my mom's house having a group meeting about our asses sneaking out on the late night doing God knows what. And they put a stop to all that. And then my mom told them about the group home shit she did to me. Next thing I know, three of them had experienced a group home, but they stopped sneaking out, stopped doing dumb stuff. See, I think there's a fine line there, though, because I will say this. You know, we all did teenage shit. I'm, I was not perfect. I'm not even saying my boys were perfect. I know they did teenage shit. But I also know, too, they knew what that limit was mm-hmm. to stay under. Because if you crossed that limit and you had to deal with the raft of reckless yo, it wasn't going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. And that's what they didn't want to experience. 
Mm-hmm. So even they would sit over here and they would tell their friends, oh, oh, we, I can do X. And then they were like, well, we're going to do blah, blah, blah. Well, I can do X, but I'm not going to be able to do Y and Z because right. Reckless isn't playing that shit. Mm-hmm. She's not. And I don't want to have to be the one to answer to that. So we're right. not going to be able to do that. But I do believe that too, like with me, it was like, again, like I said, I was a teenager. I did teenage shit, but I also knew my mom was crazy. But with us, though, we never had that open communication. So it's not like mm-hmm. I could just sit down and have conversations with her. Oh, see. And oh, that's why crazy. when I said I have kids, that's what's going to change. Mm-hmm. Again, we are not a democracy. We are a dictatorship. But I will still listen to what you have to say. But at the end of the day, whatever I say rules, but at least I'm giving you an option so you can understand that you are being heard. And I don't know everything. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know everything. So you might be right on something and I have to Mm -hmm. think about it. Oh, you know what? You might be right on that. Mm -hmm. But this right here isn't going to work. And I Mm -hmm. think that's a piece of it, too. But when you don't have any of that. And you're just out here being wild and reckless. Mm-hmm. And then you, it, and, and then when, to your point about your mom having the meeting at her house, all the parents are over there. They're having this meeting. Now you go to some of these parents and they ask them like, what, what the fuck are you doing here? Why oh, are you yeah, completely me? bothered? Or yes, why are you bothering me? Yeah. I'm bothering you because these are your badass kids. That's why I'm bothering your ass. And actually, it's not a bother. I'm giving you information that you should want. I'm coming to you. And yeah, that's gone. I don't think today my mom could have had that same meeting of the parents. You know, right. and, and to your point, like that's how my mom, we could. And that's another thing my friends would always be like, oh my, you t- told your mom this. You talked to her about this. My mom open the tape. We can discuss. We can, and and not even just about things if I was getting in trouble. Like, yeah, she, we would talk. She would want to know my feelings. She did. There is a balance of all of that. Cause I don't think you should beat your child down to you think like a child is just silent period. And you just do just shut the hell up, do what you, that's not right. good parenting either. It, it, Cause that teaches you that like your feelings don't matter. It do, again, right. that doesn't prepare you for life. So are my feelings did matter. My mom would hear me out. I would, she, you know, she taught me to listen and hear, and I could talk to her. She left that line of communication where I trusted her. I could talk to her. Even if I knew what I was about to tell her, I might get in trouble, but the relationship was such as, not, oh, I can just tell my mom that she's not going to care that I did this. No, I knew she would care. And, but I also, I wanted her to know. I would tell on myself about most things, but that but was what my mom established with me. And then my friends would confide in her. And then when it was something, she's like, but you do really need to go to your parents about, she never crossed a line, like giving someone's kid advice and tell them, oh yeah, do that. No, no, no. Okay, I hear what you're saying and blah, blah, blah. She just had that, but that's all her. So her educational background, that was her career. By the way, for anyone who's shocked about like the whole group home thing and thinks it was extreme, it really was not. My mom was a 
social worker, case manager, child development special. But even if it was, still though, it's a shock. What to do? Yeah, it's kind of like the program scared straight. Straight, yes. People's kids is out of control, and they are great parents because sometimes you could be on game. Just like my mom wasn't a bad parent, I was a rebellious teenager. And right, exactly. And of course, I look back as a woman now to the teenager I was and stuff. I was acting out because my parents divorced. You know, there was a reason. But I was a rebellious teen and my mom used every tool in her shed to handle me. And thank God she did. Because when I grew into a woman and I'm out here in this world, I'm moving accordingly. Also, it helped me to be able to grow from my choices and my mistakes and own my consequences. I won't blame no one. If I fuck up, I will own, oh, I fucked all the way up. But see, that that's one of the things too, because that's what that used to irk me. Not so much with my older boys, but with my two younger ones, the twins, that used to irk me to no extent. We have I have an open door policy. We can talk about anything. So there's no need for you to come lie to me. Uh, Why are you lying? Uh, we're op- we're gonna ha- you're making it ten times worse because I'm gonna find out the truth when you could have just sat here and told me the truth. But now it's 10 times worse than what it would have been had we just had this conversation and the truth came out at the beginning. So that was one thing that used to irk me to no extent. I'm giving you the platform. So there's no need to lie because you have the platform. Just and the two, o- the two older ones used to tell the twins that all the time. Like, why are you going to go in there and lie to her? Like, you can just sit there and have this conversation. She's going to be mad, but she's going to be 10 times madder once you lie. It's crazy. And then also too, again, like I said earlier, I didn't make promises I didn't keep Mm -hmm. when they were acting up and they were acting up in school and acting a damn fool. And the teacher called me. I went up there. I sat in class all day. This is what we're going to do. So you don't know how to act. We just, I'm going to just sit in class with you. And then when the teacher sitting over here, the teacher sitting over here, who knows the answer? He knows the answer. Don't you? Yeah. Since oh, you want to be the class clown, you should know the answer too. What's the answer? You tell them. Yeah. So we sitting over here all damn day. Yeah. Three three days in a row. Look, we in class all day. Why you gonna come? If you, do you know how to act? If you know how to act, I wouldn't have to be sitting up in this damn class with you. And again, I ask, where has that gone? Where has that gone? But well, it only takes one time to do that. If you're getting reports maybe you don't like about your child or your teenager, why don't you go spy on that ass? Go stand in that door and watch. Just sit mom, down. I was getting my grades had dropped. Next thing I know, I'm at, 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 at in middle school. She, her eyeballs peeping through the window in the door like, uh-huh. It only takes one time. And then they know, oh. Her ass is crazy. She is going to be sitting over here following me around class all day. I am. Why not? Why you not? That? This is not what we're going to do. So I think now, like I said, look, I'm like Miss Pat. What does Miss Pat say? Fuck them kids. I am like that too. I'll be like, fuck them kids. But I, I think now, like some of these parents, like you just want to snatch them up too. Like what the hell are we doing? Listen, in Punta Cana, when that person was letting their 
child throw the damn ball across the pool and it hit me in the damn That's face. why we should and have been I at a only, but that's another subject. But yeah. And I was like, I fight kids. I fight. And my face was from, because first I didn't even know it was a child. Then this guy's like, Renee, just so you know, that was a child. My face did not change, nor did my feelings. I was like, I fight kids. Listen, I'm I'm from the school of Bernie Mac. If they're old enough to talk back, they're old enough to get fucked up. My kids will tell you I could choke them long enough and let go before they would pass out. I don't play. We are not playing these games. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing here? Shoot, as they got bigger and they started growing taller than me, like I said, I'm not afraid of you because the bigger you are, the harder your ass will drop. When I throw that damn punch in the chest and your ass lose your breath... And got to catch your breath. Yeah, I'm not playing. Listen, my mom was like, I'll call 911 for you. 911. <laughs> this girl's going to be beat. Here's the address. Come get her. Shit, I used to tell I used to tell my kids, you can dial 911 if you want to, but number one, you got to get to the phone first. Secondly, if you're lucky enough to get to the phone, I'm going to make it worth their while because it's not going to be an empty trip. So they should have. So since you called them, they're going to need to come. Oh, yeah. And enjoy foster care and social services. And then you better hope I want to go through all the rigmarole uh, to get you back since you put yourself in this situation. So you no. want to call and get them all involved in our life? Knock yourself out. Obviously, you think you've grown enough to treat me like I'm, I'm some shit or dirty mat on the floor. Get the fuck out anyways. I'm not dealing with this. Period. So No, and that's where and and these and that's the thing. These even with even when we were teenagers, we had some fear. We knew again. I could oh, do yeah, this, but if I do this, I I know what's going to happen. They have no fear, and that's what the thing is. They have no fear. They can do A, B, C, X, Y, Z. They don't care. They don't have any fear. And that's why they're sitting out here just acting a whole damn fool in front of the damn store, and you can't even walk in. And by the way, at the same time, they also play the victim. They don't take ownership or accountability. It's like a foreign concept to them. I don't get it. But to end this topic, it is with a question that, no, we cannot answer tonight. I would like to know people's thoughts. But my question is, at this point in time, in this day and age, is this fixable? Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Do we need to start having these? Do we need to start having people just, especially young people, automatically sign up for some type of parenting class? But even those parenting classes aren't necessarily the answer. So I don't know, but that <laughs> is the go question. to school for a year to like to get a license to be a to be a, a parent. parent. Listen. What did I open last week? I Reckless Yo's something was open for business last week. I can add this to my, um, I can add this to the criteria too. Reckless Yo Parenting 101. Hook me up. Hook me up. Look me up. I got you. Okay. Small fee, I'll have you ready to go. 
but and yeah, I'll just blame here and your kids will get scared because they don't know if I'm crazy, what I'm thinking about doing, what I might do. Is she gonna jump? Am I about to get choked? What's gonna happen? Listen, my my son tells his fiance's little brothers, he be telling them all the time, you just need to come hang out with my mom for one week and you would be straight. And I don't even think it would take a week because he brought them over here one day because they were acting the fool. I sat them down. I listen, I went ham. And then um, he told um, they told him the next day, "Ooh, your mom is crazy. That's what you grew up with. No, that's life. Yeah. Yeah. Prepare your children for a world without you, please. And people that have kids that you don't want them, why did you go past one? You don't want to be a parent. Why Why you got three, four, five, six, seven? Why do you even have two? You knew Especially you nowadays. When you have got one. But there is you need so the world much- to deal with your hot mess that you create. There is so much birth control out here. There is so many options. If you don't want kids now, you definitely don't have to have them. Please stock up on the morning after pill. And I don't care about no damn ignorant ass person trying to tell women what to do with their body. Now, the morning after pill ain't no soul even deposited yet. The sperm still trying to just break in an egg. So that's what they say in the morning after pill. That's what they say in the song. I'll plan, I'll pop a plan B before I let a ninja trap me. Just saying. <laughs> and by the way, you shouldn't even have to do that because I don't know why the this these folks don't forgot about condoms. And I saw a news report. They talk about in 2021, the CDC reported the epidemic of STIs that happened during COVID. And I'm like, okay. That makes no sense to me, but that's a subject for another time. Yes. But parents, in closing, just my. In closing, parents, get your damn kids straight. Well, first of all, get your asses straight first mm-hmm. so you can get your kids straight. And help okay? these teachers, please. They dealing with your nonsense that you clearly have created or don't deal with or Bad don't discipline. And they got to deal with this. And then you want to come down on the teacher. We're human. You can only take so much. You know how much education teachers actually have to have? The shit they go through to become teachers? For Mm. little pay? (laughs) We can pay someone millions of dollars to bounce a ball because they got talent to reach the hoop. But we can underpay educators. So, yeah. So, yeah, parents, get your damn shit straight so you can raise some decent-ass kids. Again, Reckless Yo's Parenting 101 classes will be open. And that um, look me up. I got you. But good luck with that. Yes, um, Reckless Yo's Parenting 101. Even I'm a little shit nervous on that one, but I have no kids to send to her. So, <laughs> So, but now one of my favorite parts, Naughty Squad, the reckless rant. Although I'm always fearful, nervous, 
and probably gonna faint one day. Here we go. The reckless rant. Lord Jesus. Whatever. Listen, I know we've talked a lot about these badass kids and this non-parenting skill parent, but my reckless rant tonight is about nosy ass people. I'm here. Okay. Where I'm in a, I'm in a parking lot of a grocery store getting ready to park my car. We have this nosy ass woman out here arguing. First of all, let me start. First of all, she left. She had wrote a, she had written down a note and left it on the lady's windshield because the lady was parked in a handicapped spot and she didn't see the handicap sticker or whatever. Anyway, long story short, why number one, number one, why the hell is that your damn business? Why are you worrying about where people park? Are you the parking police now? Is that what we got going on? You ain't got shit else to do but worrying about where people park. So, okay. She don't put the damn note. So the lady is walking out the store at this time asking her, what the hell? Do you mind? What are you going on? What are you putting on my windshield? She had taken off the... um. She had taken off the, and then she started going on. You're parking in this handicap spot and your car don't have no handicap credentials, blah, blah, blah. Fuck. First of all, again, parking lot police. Why in the hell are you worrying about where people are parking at? Okay. If you came to shop, your ass need to take your ass in the shop, get what the fuck you need and get your ass back to your car and go home. Not worrying about where people parking. Anyway, so then she jumped up in the lady's face. So then the lady jumped up back in her damn face and was like, you don't need, you need to mind your fucking business. Like I just said. So had she mind her business, we wouldn't be in here. Meanwhile, the lady's mom, she had taken shopping, was shopping with her. And that I guess the handicap thing had failed. So that's why it wasn't in the window. But her mom came out with this walker. Because her mom was coming behind her because she had pushed out all the groceries and she was getting ready to load the car. So now here comes her mom in this walker. And now this nosy ass bitch is looking stupid. But then meanwhile, though, so now you done jumped all in this woman's face and then you done called her disrespectful stuff. This woman done sit over there, done cut your ass out. And then you said one more slick thing and the damn woman done then slapped your fucking face. She done slapped the damn spit out your damn jaw because you're over here worrying about her ass parking. So not only did you come to the damn store to go in the store and get whatever you needed to get. Now you done got five fingers across your fucking face because you're too fucking nosy worrying about what other people are doing. Where in the hell are we doing this at? So my reckless rant today, people mind your fucking business. We don't need the parking police. We don't need security. We don't need top flight. Listen, if you're there to do what you need to do, do what you need to do and get your ass back to what you was doing and quit worrying about what's happening in the meantime and in between time. That's why your ass got fucked up in the parking lot. And then the bitch had the nerves to say, you're going to slap me in front of my kids, bitch. Bitch, you You tried to put me in front of your kids. You done left a whole damn note on this lady's car, number one. And then you're going to jump in her face. And now you're worried about your kids? 
No, your kids seen your ass get whooped. That's why you was worried. Because then your kids was like, damn, mom, she done fucked you up. Because why are you in this lady's business? Bring your ass on. So my reckless rant today is no matter where you're at, mind your fucking business. Listen, live and let live. Honestly, if we did more of that, there wouldn't be 90% of the problems going on out in these damn suspect-ass streets. There really just wouldn't. Live and let live. Quit. What if it's not affecting you in any kind of way? I don't even know why you have any fucks to give. Live and let live. Because I wish I would write a note and put it on somebody's window. Really? I don't even have time for that. Really? What is it doing to you? Nothing. Get in the damn Walmart and go get your damn yeast infection <laughs> medicine and quit worrying. That's the problem. You're itchy and scratchy in the pants. You in a bad mood because your shit ain't right. So you need to stop and start writing notes. I mean, who does that? The point is, I got from the reckless rent is live and let live. We would all be fucking happier if you wouldn't be all up in the assholes of everyone else, people you don't know, things that don't affect you. And, and if you yourself. don't, and if you don't want your kids to see you get your ass whoop, mind your fucking business. With a period. Thank you. Oh, except people's disrespectful ass kids. Now, listen, please <laughs> control them because I might slip up one day in Walmart looking for Monastat 7 having to put hands on your child because they're super disrespectful or in front of doors to me. Or maybe they're doing some disrespectful shit to you and I can't stand it. Please. That's the exception to live and let live. There we go. Well, Naughty Squad, again, thank you for hanging out with us this evening. It has been our pleasure. I hope whatever you were going through this last hour or so has taken your mind off of that. You are able to sit back, relate, laugh, and have a good time. And until the next time, we are going, oh, next time we'll have a special guest. And we will be on camera again. We'll be on video again with a special guest. A special guest. It is an episode you do not want to miss. We promise. We promise. Uh, we'll just say it's Q S E X Love and something else. The point is the title will be there, but it's going to be very exciting. I think. Anyway. If that don't go viral, I don't know what will. Because his ass and our asses as a combination, it's going to be a whole hot mess. It's going to be a hot mess. Hopefully, we don't get banned after it. (laughs) Exactly. We love you, Naughty Squad. Love you, Naughty Squad. Thank you. I appreciate people texting me and sending messages other ways. But please utilize comments and stuff. Definitely with YouTube now that that's up and going. And email, I want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Naughty, N-N-R-Y at gmail.com. Your stories, your comments, your questions. Let's get it. 
Let's get it, Nadi. Where we are now is miles apart from where we started. It is just a blessing that we've able to be able to do what we have accomplished in so short amount of time, but it's because of our naughty squad and our dedication. So again, yes, YouTube is up now. Come on, bring it all out. Uh, we want we want the people who was here from the ground from the beginning to you know and to build up with us and we and we have you. So yeah, send us your comments, and like us, subscribe, down, share, share, everything, share, and definitely now subscribe support. to our YouTube channel because it is going to be lit. Yes, and when we start doing a few lives here and there, well, all I can do is pray for forgiveness of oh. before it happens. Look, they're good. They might have to start a YouTube after dark, fucking around with us. <laughs> oh, listen, okay. We have a lot of parts to our personality that makes Reckless Yo, Reckless Yo, and me, Naughty Nay, and we're fun, serious, out of control, our own souls, unique, and all kind of other shit. So stay with us for the journey, grow with us, support us by commenting, liking, and sharing, because without that, there is no us. Right. Love you guys. Good night. Love you. Have a good night. And we'll chat soon. But you don't want to miss the next episode. Bye, Naughty Squad. I apologize in advance for both of them. Good night. Thanks for hanging with us. And as always, we appreciate our Naughty Squad. If you enjoyed your time with us, please subscribe, comment, like, share, and stream our podcast on all platforms. Be sure to click links below to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, so you don't miss the recklessness.